0: Welcome to Market Scale Pro AV. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and today I had the opportunity to have a conversation with Delix Alex. He's the product manager for camera systems for Panasonic US. Delix, how are you today? Doing very well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. Uh would you be kind enough to give me uh the brief history, according to Delix Alex, of your journey to Panasonic?
1: Sure. Uh so my role at Panasonic, I've been here about uh five plus years now. Um, I'm actually uh, pretty new to the industry, um, been uh, at Panasonic, uh, been doing audio video technology most of my life. I came out of college in a, uh, with an engineering background, started an internship at Panasonic. Uh, they somehow, uh, they liked me so much and I, I've grown since uh, moving into the engineering and development departments and now uh, uh, acting in a role as the product manager for our uh, PTZ or robotic robotic cameras uh, and uh, related camera systems.
0: So let's go back a, a little more into your history. I know that you worked um, in staging production. Uh, you, you had quite a bit of experience from uh, behind the camera. Sure. How much would you have loved to have a robotic camera back when you were working in high school and college? <laughs> very much so.
1: It's 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 a very indis- interesting industry. Um, I think a lot of people are now moving to robotic or PTZ cameras um, just simply because you could do a much higher-end type of production with maybe one or two people or even a single person. Uh, so I think that is the key point. In many environments, you're looking to create a high production value, uh, but maybe you don't have the manpower or maybe you don't have the cost or budget to to deliver that. So I think PTZ cameras are definitely... Uh, Allowing for that to happen these
0: days. You know, as we start to talk about that, the growth of the network based video production standard, that really is going to change, I think, just the entire approach to how we think about video, both from the creation standpoint, all the way to the delivery and the production and everything in between all in one production is really becoming sort of the go-to method in-house and webcast yes, yes tell me a little bit about that how just tell me about the nuts and bolts a little bit about that evolution in the industry
1: sure so uh, for for uh, those uh, listening to this podcast just setting a little bit of a, 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 a starter here so uh, today the way video is produced um, is, um, I guess there's two types of workflows. There's a post production workflow and there's a live workflow. So, my specialty is live. Uh, and uh, up till now, that is done with uh, what's called baseband or uh, traditional cabling. Uh, that would be an HDMI or an HDSDI. Uh, and, and there's some other uh, uh, transmission mechanisms as well. Uh, but now the push uh, is towards uh, network or IP based technology. Um, simply because it just, it makes a lot of sense because today the way we receive and, 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 uh, and uh, uh, get content is often through uh, a network connected device, whether it's a smartphone, whether it's a tablet, whether it's a PC computer. Um, we're already receiving our content through uh, a network based technology. We've been doing streaming for years now. So why not deliver? And produce your content from start to finish over the network. So the streaming and delivery side has been there up till now, but now why not replace also the technology that's used for, from the camera maybe to your production switcher, uh, to a network based technology? Uh, So that's really the trend these days. Uh, One particular standard that Panasonic has just uh, more so joined. Uh, is a company, uh, is a technology called, uh, NDI, Network Device Interface, uh, which is pioneered by a company called New Tech Inc. out of San Antonio, Texas. Um, they started the standard about three years ago. Um, since then, they've have, uh, thousands of devices and hundreds of partners, uh, all over the world who, uh, put this technology into their devices. Um, and more recently, it's exciting for Panasonic to have put this technology into a, a camera device, which is uh, pretty revolutionary because till now it's been software-based products and seeing it in hardware products is is great. So uh, the NDI technology is something we're very excited about. Uh, the key benefits of it, just simply speaking, is the ease Uh auto-discovery. You don't have to be a a network engineer to to make it work. You just need basic knowledge knowledge of of the computing and and networking world, and you can get your production ready. Um, You can move to much less cabling, easier setup. Um, With our PTZ cameras now with NDI, you can get audio, video, power, control and even tally signals what would have taken four or five cables or multiple paths and configuration menus uh, with a single click so that's really the the advantage here now
0: this seems like such a natural and an intelligent approach and as you mentioned you know we've had networks for quite a while yes. what, what was the disconnect why why now why not five years ago
1: sure so I think up till I think it's more recently, like the the network technology has become mature enough for video. Um, I think on the audio side, for example, with uh, technologies like Dante, uh, the the tech uh, the audio over IP came much sooner. Um, but in the case of video, uh, video is a lot le- a lot less. Um, uh, uh, it's much more susceptible to uh, quality issues over the network. Uh, if a packet drops, for example, on a network, you will see that in your video um, because you're running at much higher bandwidths and bit rates. Um, where with other technologies, for example, you're accessing a website over the network. Um, if a packet drops, you simply, the, the time to access that site just increases. It's, it's, uh, it, yeah, it adds time to the workflow, but video is much more mission critical. Uh, so what we're what we saw in the in the past, and we uh, frankly, most vendors have tried to put uh, video over the network, but it was, it was easier said than done. Um, more recently, uh, technologies both in the IT and video industry, in terms of compression technology, for example, H.264, H.265, going forward. Uh, and even packet loss corrective methods like forward error correction and such has allowed for the network to now be much more uh, suitable and and tolerable for, for video. Uh, and NDI is one of those technologies that really takes advantage of these available mechanisms, both in the IT industry and the video industry, uh, combines them all together and, and creates that secret sauce to make video uh, practical on an existing gigabit Ethernet network.
0: As we're able to sort of solidify the performance of IP-based video transmission, that also allows us to bring in IP-based video production workflow. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. How excited are you about that?
1: Very much so. Um, and partially, uh, and you can tell how excited we are because we just launched a, a new product, Um it's, uh, it's what we call the live production center. The model number is AV-HLC100. Um, basically, a, a tool that combines all the essentials of production. So, uh, obviously, video switching, uh, remote camera control of our PTZ robotic cameras. Uh, in, in terms of uh, your production quality, uh, keyers and titlers and all the things that make a, a live stream or a broadcast look professional. Uh, plus uh, uh, audio mixing, uh, recording, and in, inbuilt streaming capability. Uh, but I think this is all possible to build such a product like this because of uh, IP network-based uh, video workflows. Uh, in the past, uh, with a baseband-type system, building such a, uh, a device or, or uh, production suite uh, would almost be impossible uh, at a certain price point at a in, a in a certain size and package. so we're we're very excited about it. This product has just started shipping um, and basically allows a single person. Uh, as I mentioned uh, earlier, uh, the trend in the industry is to have a much more of a demand for higher production quality and less of a budget or less of a production crew. So this device now allows a single person to operate multiple cameras, operate multiple feeds and different sources coming in, uh, give that production value and uh, and and do it uh, with just a single compact package.
0: Now you've mentioned the professional quality. So the transmission protocols are becoming more stable, which leads to better uh, workflow and better overall presentation but another huge component in professional quality video is the actual resolution of the video talk to me about some of the work you're doing with 4k and hdr sure so
1: and and so our current product line from the product line i own in terms of the ptz cameras uh, we have ptz cameras now capable of of uhd or 4k capability um Across the rest of our professional video lineup, we have now new studio cameras, uh, that are 4K capable, high speed capable, HDR capable. Um, but I think these two technologies are what's gonna, is what's gonna happen going forward, um, across the lineup, uh, simply because now that the sensor technology is there, um, and technologies like HDR or high dynamic range, it's something that, uh, people can, Experience and utilize it's e- very easy to, to see the difference. Uh, 4K versus HD, oftentimes, yeah, maybe if you're looking at a certain distance and, and such, or blowing it up on a, on a larger screen, 4K can, it can be recognized. But HDR for the common viewer watching on their, uh, on their remote device or their television at home, it's, it's much easier to recognize, uh, in terms of the, the vividness of the, the colors and the color volume, uh, so HDR, I see even both HD HDR and 4K HDR as technologies that, that will will definitely expand going forward. Um, we're seeing it in our higher end parts of our lineup in terms of our studio cameras and our cinema cameras. I think it'll cascade down to our, our uh, PTZ cameras and uh, uh, prosumer
0: devices as well. Now, as someone who's worked in video for more than a few minutes, I <laughs> want to ask you, at some point are we even going to be able to tell the difference the human eye can only differentiate so much right
1: yeah yeah very much so uh that that is a key point i think that really is a, is a good point i think 4k especially at that point yeah uh, beyond that i'm not sure uh how much of a difference uh, a a uh, human eye can recognize but i think What we're seeing is the use of resolution for for more innovative uh, mechanisms, not just delivering 4K or 8K, but using, for example, a 4K or 8K picture to take an HD crop, for example. Um, At NAB this year, uh, just the past month, um, Panasonic showed a prototype system in our uh, booth, uh, what we called 8K region of interest. So we had three 8K-capable cameras uh, scattered uh, through our booth, and it allowed us to have three cameras but capture uh, two or three angles from each camera because of the available resolution. So now you're looking at a system that's three cameras, but you're getting three times three, maybe nine angles for your production, uh, and that's that's quite powerful. Uh especially, again, speaking to PTZ cameras, speaking to the need to, to minimize your production crew, but get more angles, more more content available. So I think we're seeing more innovative systems like that. We've seen that similar application done in the, the cinematic realm where they'll use a, a higher resolution camera and, and, and they accidentally capture something in the shot that wasn't meant to be there, uh, and they can punch in slightly and not, not uh, degrade the quality of the picture. So I think... That's where resolution keep keep matters, I think, in terms of, of of being able to do those sorts of things, giving
0: flexibility to the user as we move forward, do you feel that the screens on which we are looking at our content will Affect the way that we look at content from a creation standpoint as we look more at smartphones and tablets and and computers and screens and maybe not so much televisions anymore do you think that's a seismic shift definitely um I think that really needs to be considered uh, but I do I do know
1: that a lot of the display technology that's now seen in laptops and smartphones is is often uh, either uh, allows for higher brightness, or so capable, uh, capable potentially of HDR, or capable of higher resolution. So I think uh, those uh, device manufacturers actually ahead of the game versus uh, TV technology. Uh, for example, an iPhone, uh, Apple iPhone has has a beautiful OLED capable display. Um, capable of higher brightness, capable of higher resolution. Uh, is it there for 4K or 8K? Maybe not yet per se, uh, but uh, I think those manufacturers are on the same page that um, going forward, uh, they, those devices need to to utilize the, the technologies available and the content coming, if the content is coming in at 4K HDR to, to be able to, to, to view it on that device. And, um, I think one particular industry that will definitely um, uh, utilize that more so is uh, 360 and virtual reality uh, uh, devices, because especially when you have a VR headset on your on your face, right close to your eye, you definitely see pixels much cl- much more closely. You and and being able to. To move around and pan around, you need a lot of resolution in that space to, to give a true virtual reality type experience. So I think um, both in the emerging technologies for, for re- remote uh, uh, smartphone or tablet or laptop devices, plus uh, more emerging spaces
0: like virtual reality, they'll they'll definitely utilize it. If given a day and an unlimited budget, Sure. you would spend an entire day shooting and recording documenting one particular place could be a building could be uh, a monument a location where would you want to go anywhere in the world where would you want to go for a day
1: hmm that's a, that's a very good question so I guess more, one of my top places so I, I had the the fortune of, of visiting Italy uh, and uh, the Rome uh, area uh, particularly uh, a couple of years ago and um, I've, I've traveled the world in, in multiple places, traveled the U.S., uh, and I can say Italy is definitely one of those places that I would, def- would most definitely want to go back to, and particularly just because there's just so much to take in. So I think that definitely would be my, my choice. I think there's just a lot of detail, both old and new, that could be uh, captured in, in, in that country.
0: Well, I just want to go ahead and volunteer my services (laughs) because I'm sure that with all of the gear you'll be carrying, you'll need a a grip. I know how to use gaffing tape.
1: (laughs) I may take you up on that.
0: (laughs) I appreciate that. Today, I've had the pleasure of talking to Delix Alex, the product manager for camera systems for Panasonic US. Thank you so much, Delix. I really have enjoyed this. Thank you.